This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 AM KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 this is Frank on uh, Friday night. Uh, and we're here today to, uh, you know, do our show. And, uh, and we're going to get rocking and rolling with the, with the topics of the day. Um, uh, anyway, uh, our friend Mauricio's delayed, uh, but he'll be here soon. And so Facebook, if you're listening, uh, you'll be catching us up in a few minutes uh, as soon as he gets here and we get set up. Anyway, what we're here today to talk about, what else? The border. We're going to talk about the border. Uh, you can call us at 281-558-5738. But, you know, I thought about this question uh, this week. I mean, who didn't? Uh, and the, and it really comes down to this. Uh, are we going to have a nation? Or are we just going to have a free range? And uh, what is this really all about? These are questions that you want to ask yourself. Because you just don't want to think about the border. They focus you just on the border. But what's going on here? This is not by accident. Do you think it's by accident that our border is not protected? Do you think it's by accident what happened, for instance, in Afghanistan? We're not going to talk about Afghanistan tonight. None of these things are by accident. Now, some of them are done more in a fumbling way because the stupidity of the implementation of the plan that they have all along, either in Afghanistan or, or now on the border— but in general, what is that all about? The first thing that we need to talk about is this. And call me at 281-558-5738 if you have any thoughts. The, where, where did these Haitians come from? You say, Frank, they're from Haiti because they're Haitians. Well, that's, it makes sense. But Haiti's an island. Uh, they didn't walk across the water. I only know one person who did that. That's Jesus. Uh, and that was in the Sea of Galilee. The Haitians didn't do that. These Haitians actually came from Chile, or Chile, as some people say. Ho, <laughs> bravo, Jose, Chile. They came from Chile. And or Chile, they came from Chile. Now, what's that about? the The message was put out that we have an open border. We, with all of the money and trillions that 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 uh, they talk about in Washington D.C., basically bankrupting this country, they can't secure our border, southern border. It's absolutely, you say it's absurd, but it's not. It's a plan. Now, what is this plan? The plan is to fundamentally change the basic culture of this country. And if you look at the demographics of the country, the basic values that we consider, you know, American values, you know, 
uh, patriotism, family, God and country, you know, some basic ideas. These ideas, uh, they want they, and I say they, and people say, well, who do you mean by they? The public policymakers, the international globalists, in, in alliance with the, you know, basic socialist communists, which is the strangest alliance of all. You've got these people like the Chamber of Commerce wanting cheap labor, and they've always been about getting in illegal aliens in order to get cheap labor and depress the value of the wage. It makes me sick. How much money is enough? Wouldn't you rather have a country that you could be proud of and it would be decent, clean, and and safe rather than what we're turning into, which is... it's turning into a third world country. We're turning into, I mean, I've been to Mumbai in India. Uh, I've been to Mumbai. I mean, I couldn't even walk out of the airport. The people were all over the place. The stench was horrible. Um, and uh, I couldn't do anything. Uh, the, the uh, I mean, I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't, I mean, the smell was just horrible. There were people dead in the streets. There was, people were, you know, defecating in the streets. There were, there was all these, what looks like our homeless encampments now in our major cities. It's absolutely absurd. Let let, let me interrupt myself and take Jimmy here from Conroe. Uh, Let's take uh, Jimmy on line one. Hey, Jimmy. Good afternoon, Frank. Keeping the voice of truth going. Thank um, you, my friend. Thank, is that you or me or both of us? I think both of us. Man, I think it's what we both stand for. <laughs> you made a key comment that the only person that's walked on the water was Jesus, and so that tells me where your focus is. Uh, but um, here is the thing. You're absolutely correct. This is not by accident. If you look at the Marxist agenda, and there's a book by Rob Dreyer, D-R-E-H-E-R-R, Yes, sir. Which is where he interviewed numerous Catholic people and people of faith that were run out of the communist countries prior to their fall, uh, Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia, those. And it's a tremendous book, and it's called Live Not By Lies. And he addresses the facts that are going on now, that the first thing is, is you have to create racial division. Yeah. Then you have to, then you have to create a uh, victim mentality in order to make one race and one class of people fight another. Then you have to collapse the medical system, where you have to count on the government, uh, and it goes right down the list. All the things that we see, and exactly. as we see from the border, their whole thing is these people don't have the same. Um, and I'm not being tacky, but they don't have the same moral compass as we do. Um, they don't have the same values. A lot of them speak French. They were already in uh, asylum status in the nations where they were. Yes. They didn't like that. Yes. They wanted to come to America because of free stuff yes. and the opportunity. And so everything that is happening is by plan. It is a typical Marxist plan, and it follows all the way through. And the final two things is the disruption of the family and the disruption of faith. 
and all that's going on. One of on. the things that it makes Haiti like it is is because people have very little faith. They're more um, superstitious yep. than they are faith. Yep. That's exactly right. Thanks for the call, and keep listening, and call me next week, too. That was a really interesting call. Let me just go further on what we're talking about here. Basically, what we have is a breakdown, in a breakdown. It's an attempted breakdown of our society. This is an attempt, and the people came to the United States of America in order to embrace American ideals, in order to embrace the the basic kinds of things that they are now that our country is now destroying, because we brought in different kinds of so-called refugees who even sit in the Congress like Ilhan Omar in, uh, I guess, Minnesota and Talib and all these people who have no respect for the United States of America, for God and country. They have no respect. They have no respect for the Judeo-Christian tradition. Just this week they were trying to do away with the funding for the Iron Dome uh, over Israel, which has kept the peace over there and saved thousands and thousands of lives from attack by missile attack from from the uh, from the terrorists uh, hiding amongst the Palestinian people. Be another group of people, Palestinian people, being used for terrorist activities by oh well, our new best friends uh, probably in uh, Afghanistan. You know the the guys who who blinking blinking Biden and. Tony Blinken are all like uh, enamored with, and we decide we want to fund. We're spending all of this money. We help. I mean, we helped Afghanistan secure their border. I think it was with Tajikistan because they didn't want people getting out of the country or people coming into the country of Afghanistan. As we were leaving, we were helping them secure a border. There's something going on here, and as, as they used to say, as Shakespeare said, I'm going to try to quote Shakespeare now, there's something rotten in Denmark, and it ain't the fish. It's something rotten to the core in this country. And if the United States, the people of the United States don't stand up for the basic values, and I don't care if you're, you're liberal or conservative, if you're a populist, or even if you're a socialist, if you want to have a country where you can even practice what you think, then you better stand up and take this country back from where it's going. They brought in 2 million people already this year. Just let them walk across the border. The, let me give you a perspective on that. The population of Birmingham, Alabama, which, you know, nobody thinks of as necessarily a small town, is 200,000 people. The population of Houston, in all its glory, is maybe 4 million. 2 million illegals were brought in and they were scattered around the country. And they're telling you you need to wear a mask? They're telling you you need to get a COVID shot? I mean, they, the government? Who are they working for? Yet they let 2 million people come in without any of that? I mean, what the Chinese did in terms of the initial attack by COVID was child's play. They just snuck in some people in the airports, and they came in through the airports and, and uh, without before the travel bans were put in place. Here we got 2 million people crossing the southern border 
that have not been tested and then they are metastasized across our country in every little hamlet, little city, and everything else. This is not an accident. This is because they want to break down in this country. They want to break down in our laws. They want to break down in our culture. They want to do away with the culture that you know and you think of as the American culture. Because for them, the people who are involved in trying to uh, foster this breakdown, and again, think of the alliance. Globalist corporations, including your Chamber of Commerce, the Davos, New World Order type people. The, the, our, the, the natural enemies, which are these, uh, you know, China, uh, you know, Russia. I don't think Russia wants to bother with this at all. They're kind of just there and they want to get along. They're, their economy's relatively small. That's China. And, and, and that unholy alliance... And, of course, you know, the dictatorships, the religious dictatorships in Iran and now Afghanistan and, and uh, you know, to some extent as it's going further to, the, to their right, to the religious right in, uh, in Turkey. That alliance is absolutely going to be devastating to us if we don't draw the line in the sand and at the border. We're going to pick this up after the break. We're going to a break right now. Steve's giving me the music, so I'll catch you on the flip side. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual urgent care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. What's worse than a roof that leaks? A roof that leaks after you've spent hundreds of dollars to repair it. This is Deb Tejada from Tejas Roofing and Contracting, Houston's number one roofing and contracting company. We get calls all the time from people who have used fly-by-night contractors to repair their storm damage. They spend a day on the roof, collect your money, and you never hear from them again. And the roof still leaks. Why put yourself through that? Use a contractor with a verifiable history of experience. Tejas Roofing and Contracting, A-plus rated by the BBB, certified master elite contractors with GAF. Our experienced crews have been working together, repairing and replacing roofs in Houston for over 37 years. This work is top-notch and the roof won't leak. The cleanup is second to none. You won't even know we've been there. Go to TejasRoofing.com or call us at 281-251-0304. When you need roofing repairs, a new roof or remodeling, call us at Tejas Roofing. 281-251-0304. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients 
And if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KACV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the voice of Texas. Hi, I'm Gary LaVox from Rascal Flats. You know, music has always been a huge part of my life. It's something that I started pursuing as a kid and and never gave up on. It took a lot of hard work and dedication, but it paid off. Music has allowed me to travel around the world and to meet a lot of interesting people. So don't let anybody tell you that your dreams aren't possible, because they are. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Dan, welcome back to the Brian Kilmeade Show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Brian, and we're honored to have you on KSEV AM 700 in Houston. Governor, so many people sit outside border states and want to tell us what you think. The polls show Texas is about 50-50 on building a wall. Uh, where do you stand? I'm all in because I know the fact, and I know it's not a manufactured crisis. It's a manufactured cover-up by Pelosi and the Democrats. The Brian Kilmeade Radio Show, every weekday morning from 9 to 11 on AM 700 KSEV. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. <laughs> Finally got a smile on your face. Mom's <laughs> got a squeeze box she wears on her chest. When daddy comes home, he never gets no rest. Cause she's playing all night. And the music's all right. Mama's got a squeeze box, daddy never sleeps at night. All right, Steve, you always got to turn the music off. Anyway, um, I tell you, I'm going to do a show with all music one time. That'll put a smile on your faces, even though I can't see you. Uh, put a smile on my face, you can see me. But anyway, call us at 281-558-5738 if you want to get in on this conversation. So I'm, I'm talking about what happened here. Now, I, I read an interesting article by Laura Logan. I mean, you all know who she is, okay? She's a, a special reporter for Fox, and she's also been, I think, with CBS, and she was on 60 Minutes and all this kind of stuff. But she's had a world of experience. And she talks about this open border as a bioweapon bomb. Because because I was just, just suggesting with two million people coming in that are not tested and there's a there's a significant increase in COVID among South American countries and among the islands, we've just we're seeding our country with COVID so that it never stops with all the variants. Go get your shot. Oh, well, that shot doesn't take care of it. You need another shot. Oh, well, that that doesn't work. Take a booster. When does it stop? It stops when, when our government protects us. And who's doing anything about it? And let's turn to our own government here in Texas. They, 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 they act like they're doing something about it, but it reminds me of a guy who played on baseball with me uh, when I was a kid. He was a really good hitter, and he was a catcher for the team. But, man, that boy couldn't run. And so he'd hit the ball to the outfield and he'd start running to first base, but he never got halfway down the line before they threw him out. And that's the way our governor's acting. He runs in place. I'm going. I'm going to secure the border. He didn't do it. 
When you don't do it, you pay the price. Now, I don't have that much bad to say about Abbott at all, but I do have the criticism of him that he's not doing what he needs to do. He needs to secure the damn border, and if the government goes down there, then have a standoff with the federal government and bring it to the courts, and then maybe that mealy mouth courts can stand up and protect us, hopefully. Let's take a call on uh, line one from Mike and Damon. Hi, Mike. Frank. Hey, buddy. How you doing, my friend? Dear senor. Love you, buddy. You're the best. Oh, Anyways, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very talking, much. Talking about this. I sound like Elvis. Thank you. Thank you very much. One of, what, one of my questions is, all these, and then I, I, I drop back and got some SOBs. Wow. They're, they're coming from Colombia, but that's not their starting point. No, Chile. They can't know they're coming from Chile and they're Haitians. You know what? How they gotta get oh, the chi- oh, how many chi- how many Haitians do you have in Chile? There ain't any. No, no, no. But they went Chile. there. They had. Excuse a, me. Yeah. Let me talk. Sure, a sure, sure, Ch- sorry. Chile, Chile is, is they're doing good in Chile. They ain't coming from Chile. They're coming from Haitia. But who's originally paying the bill? Yes. Originally. Who's paying the bill? Some some sob or whatever is making fifty cents a day, twenty five cents a day. And he can finance this trip to the border. Who's paying it? No, I know. It's orchestrated. I'm sure that there's some NGOs or something paying for all My question is, the people who are paying it, just giving them money. Wow, it's got to be. It's got to be. Wow, it's got to be. Three months, four months, five months. What, $10,000? $5,000? Give him the money. He can stay there. Yeah, and we're we're enriching the cartels, and they're turning around, and and I mean they they're getting rich hand over fist because they, they can they can move this product across the border without getting any without stopping, and they get paid up front. They don't even have to sell the product; they get paid by the product. The product being humans. Excuse me. My question is: the cartel is not in the business of giving money. No, they're they taking money. money. Excuse me. They make money. Somebody, somebody is paying the money for the trip. Yeah, who do you think if it these, is? Who do you think it is, Mike? Guys, excuse me. If these guys are starting in Colombia, and they're going or what, whatever country or Central America and going to the United States, somebody's paying the bill. They can't. This, this ain't. This ain't. You go. You go shoot some rabbits. And this and that. Who do you no, think that is? Who do you think that is, Mike? Excuse me. Excuse me. Somebody's paying the bill. Somebody. These guys have a place to stay. They eat. They this. Probably in the bus. So, they drink this. Somebody's paying the bill. Gotcha. This ain't. I know. We got to figure that out. Thanks, it's Mike, for the free. call. Appreciate it. <laughs> Somebody's paying the bill, and that's going to be you and me eventually. Yeah, that's what. That's who's going to pay the bill. Who else always pays the bill? <laughs> Let's take Fred from SciFair on line two. Hey, Fred. Hey, how are you, my brother? I'm pretty good. Sounds like you're in full voice. Good for you. Well, I'm trying to do the best I can, you know. (laughs) Well, I think you're doing well. Thank you, my friend. Hey, listen, I'm I'm kind of a middle-aged guy. I'm 81. Yeah, you are (laughs) middle-aged. So I've been watching this stuff build since the days of the hippies in California in the 1960s. 
and people don't want to pay attention to history. I mean, it's, it's just, it's there. It's on your plate. Buy some books. Educate yourself. Don't ask a politician to solve a problem. There has never been a politician that ever solved one of my problems. Well, I solved them. Exactly. And I tell you what, uh, let me just say this to you, Fred. It's Fred, right? Yeah, Fred, yes, sir. Uh, let me just say this to you. Uh, you might not be able to say study history anymore because you'll definitely be accused of being a misogynist or a or being racist because you're not supposed to look back on the actual history of the country or the world because these are topics that are now part of the cancel culture. They want to erase our history, but go ahead. Go ahead. Give yeah. me your thought. Well, when I was in my 30s, I took a job where I traveled the world representing a company that used tax dollars to build stuff in what I call armpit countries. <laughs> so I have been in these some of these countries. <clears throat> an example would be Mogadishu. Yes, sir. An example would be Rangoon, Burma. Yep. An example would be... Uh, um, Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Oh, yeah. I mean, these are all places, when you're in your 30s and you're an American, you don't know that any of this stuff can actually exist, but it's there, and it's still there, and it's where we're going. That's exactly right, my friend. That's the point that I'm making. So if you want to scrabble to get a handful of rice 20 years from now, be half-starved, cut the treads off the tires because you need a new pair of shoes, go ahead and depend on a politician. I agree with you. Thanks, Fred. I appreciate your call. Uh, it was very thoughtful. Let's keep listening. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Tracy on line three. Hi, Tracy from Kansas okay, City. Okay, Frank, I'm going to go another direction because the last you always two do. and the last two guests are pushing they're pushing like, well, you're not asking the right questions. You don't know history. The way to turn the Titanic, the way to have the tide turn is suburban women, and they are tuned out. So I had a birthday this week and spoke to one of my best friends in California, and she said, oh, Tracy, we, we have, you know, we don't have an open border. Well, am I going to fight with her, or yes. am I going to listen to where she's frustrated, and I'm going to let her talk herself into seeing this ain't working? You need to deport her to Haiti for a week <laughs> and see what she thinks. Send her to Haiti. Okay, I've flown over Haiti, Tra uh, Tracy. I've flown over Haiti when I was coming out of uh, well, a more exotic island, but uh, but nevertheless... I flew over the island of Dominica. I, well, I flew over the island of Dominica, which is the Dominican Republic in Haiti. And when I owned a cigar company that was rolling, we were rolling cigars in the Dominican, I flew on Air France. And from the air, it's unbelievable. I've said this before. The border with Haiti, Haiti is completely deforested. It's gray. These are lush tropical islands in the Caribbean. It's gray. Because every single thing has been ripped down. Every tree has been destroyed. Nothing's been reforested. Everything is destroyed. It's just like a rock. 
And then but they a, have minerals, Frank. That's why we're interested in them. They don't. They don't have that many minerals. But they, but 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 they got a. They have they have rare earth minerals that we want. I don't. No, I don't. But their but their population, their average IQ is is sixty five because they're inbred. That isn't why we're doing business. We're not doing business. We're not letting these Dominican. Haitians in here because they have rare earth minerals. We're letting them in here, Tracy, because we're trying to we're trying to dilute the vote of. Of everybody, they were trying to yeah, dilute it. That's what we're trying to do. And you know, well, I don't have. I'm tired. People who are tuned out and letting them change their mind and move to the. Now, I'm tired of hearing about suburban women. They may. I'm sick and tired of listening to them. <laughs> they live in very nice places. They go to very nice things. They have a good lifestyle, like uh, in West University. And they all want to vote for liberal causes or woke causes. I'm not even talking liberal or conservative. No, they're waking up, Frank. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They're only waking up because they don't, they don't like what's going on in their schools because they don't, I mean, necessarily, you know, they found out, oh, geez, they're ta- teaching pornography to my kids. I, or, I And they're and they're in, like, uh, kindergarten. Maybe I should g- say something. And that's what they care about. They need to right. care about what's but going we, on in the world. And if, the mask. Frank, it's a third Republican, a third Democrat, and a third Independent. You've got to win those hearts and minds. Yeah. And you won't get it by scolding them. I, I think you just deport them. Because if there's deporting going on, we can get rid of them. Anyway, I know, Tracy, what you're saying is correct. But it, it, it aggravates me. I'm tired of trying to coddle them. I I've tr- I've you're not an them. oasis of calm. You're an oasis of wrath. Yeah, the wrath is coming. <laughs> okay, thanks, Tracy. I appreciate you. Uh, no, I'm not an oasis of calm. What Tracy was just talking about. I'm tired of this. This is how we got to where we where we are. We have not stood up for our values. We have not stood up. Somebody needs to say to them, "You're." You, you do understand what's going on here. One of the topics I want to talk about tonight is that uh, I'm, I'm moving off of the. Uh, immigration stuff, but I'll get back to it because it's a bigger idea, and this dovetails in with it. Uh, Newsom just signed a bill which will destroy single-family housing. He signed a bill which says that you can, you know, a single-family housing, you can now subdivide your own house and have, like, four families live in it, okay? No, this isn't by accident either. You're not going to have areas like Sugarland. You're not going to have areas, like, you know, with, 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 with housing developments in the suburbs. They're trying to crowd the, uh, these, these communities to do away with private ownership of property. And basically the object is, and we've talked about it in conjunction with this BlackRock company, they're trying to turn all these future generations, as these houses are being sold off, into renters. Why? Because if you, if you don't own a house... It's very hard to accumulate, uh, for the average person, to accumulate wealth. Most people in the United States have accumulated wealth by the appreciation of their real estate ownership. Because they got a mortgage, they worked hard, they paid the mortgage in over 20 years or 30 years, they paid for the house, and then the house went up in value, and then they had a nest egg of some kind. But they want to do away with that, because if you do away with that, you're dependent on the government. You're dependent on the government, and that's what that's what this whole process is about.
to have the absolute elitists of the world control the populations and turn everybody into some futuristic society of basically not acting as individuals, not being independent, not being able to develop your own business. Why do you think they have these mega companies like Amazon and the rest that are putting all the small stores out of business? And why do you think they shut down all the small businesses during the lockdowns? It's because they're trying to reset. Remember we talked about this? Reset, great reset. This is part of the great reset thought process. The destruction of individual wealth in the average man and woman. And, and that's so you can be dependent on the government. Now look, all this really doesn't matter to, for me, okay? I'm 67 years old. It doesn't matter for me. I mean, I don't think they're going to accomplish it that fast. It makes me disgusted to see what they're doing, which is why I'm standing here on Speaker's Corner and giving you a speech. But it's going on, and if that's the kind of country you want to live in, I mean, I get I get some days. Well, you can call me at 281-558-5738. But I get some days where I say, I don't know that I even want to live in this country anymore because it's turned into such, we talk about it as chaos. That word comes up, whoa, there's chaos on the border. There's chaos here. There's chaos there. Well, it's controlled chaos. It's targeted chaos. Just like the riots from BLM this summer was targeted. That's that, And then they went down to the border, Sharpton, and then went down to the border to try to say there was a racial overtone to what was going on on the border because they were using horses to control, I'm sorry, uh, 15,000 people that just walked across the border and they weren't whipping the people they were using they were basically you know using using this what do they call reins 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 strips split reins split reins split reins to control the horses i mean it's it, it's offensive to me it's offensive to me what biden said to try to turn that into a racial issue in the meantime, the guy has a tax bill sitting out there that he, that, because he was skirting the taxes so he wouldn't have to pay self-employment tax 3.4% on whatever he was making. He owns another he owes another 500 grand. That's what they say on the radio anyway or on the TV. Well, what is going on here? Anyway, we're taking a break, right, Steve? We're going to a break. Steve says a break. 6.39 is a break time. Your home team for conservative talk radio. KSEV 700 AM, the voice of Texas. Your smartphone is now your radio. All you need is a KSEV app. And with one click, you're listening to KSEV. Anytime, anywhere. No static, no boundaries. Go to the Android Marketplace or the iPhone App Store. Search KSEV. Select the KSEV app. It's free and it only takes a couple of minutes. Listen to KSEV. It's easy with the KSEV app. More details at ksevradio.com. If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at Ronnie and Kathy. 
Home.com. They sell over 900 homes a year, and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor, and you should too. The Matthews team and REMAX Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4, right here on AM 700 KSEV. As the border crisis explodes in the Del Rio sector, President Biden bans horses for Border Patrol. Governor Abbott deploys DPS troops, tactical vehicles, and the National Guard. Maybe it's just me, but I don't think this administration is serious about curtailing illegal immigration. Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. When I grow up, I want to be a ballerina. They can stand on their tippy toes with fancy tutus and twirl around like magical princesses. If your child is sick over and over again, it could be P.I., a serious defect of the immune system. Early testing gives children a chance to dream. I can't wait to grow up because then I will leap for the stars. Jeffrey Modell Foundation, helping children reach for their dreams. Visit info4pi.org. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at houstonmethodist.org slash stay healthy. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Settles, we'll see a victory tour and we'll all be back at the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces and whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. Singing whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. Yeah, there you go, friends. Let's take Chris uh, in spring, and Adele, hang on there. We'll get to you in a minute. Hey, Chris in spring, how you doing? Hey, Frank, how are you today? Good. You want to talk about suburban women? <laughs> yeah, the, the the lady that just called, she was very keen about the IQ of the Haitians. But, I mean, to be honest, the IQ of suburban women is probably lower than 65. <laughs> so it's not really saying much. Y'all have a good one. Take care. Well, if you measure it by how they vote for like guys like Beto O'Rourke, you're right. <laughs> Beto. <laughs> Hello? Somebody cut you off, Chris. I think it was the station. Did you just hang up, Chris? Call back in. Or maybe, Steve, did you cut him off? No? Line went dead. Oh, the line went dead on him. Somebody else cut him off. Let's take Adele. And, uh, and look, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to in any way castigate suburban women, that, but they need to wake up with their vote. Because you don't have the luxury of just embracing the topics of the day and forgetting where you came from in the sense of of what allows you to enjoy the suburban lifestyle. 
You need to use your vote to protect your children. You need to use your vote to protect your schools. You need to use your vote to reduce the, your taxes. You, know, you need to use your vote not to embrace a social agenda which doesn't even affect you, but then winds up affecting the whole country when you vote for these Looney Tunes that run all the time. And and actually, I like the Looney Tunes. It's probably, uh, I shouldn't have insulted them. I mean, I kind of like uh, the I really did. Anyway, let's take Adele on line two. Hi, Frank. Hey, Adele, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Kind of, I get it down in the dumps like everybody else. But you know what? If we were to take it into a civil war, we'd be fighting each other. No, I'm not saying that. We can't do it. Joe Biden already said he'd nuke you. I mean, look at those people that just protested on January 6th, and I got out of hand in some respects. I'm not so sure there wasn't some prodding going on. It wasn't a setup deal, but but I don't have right. the I don't have the evidence. But the point is, uh, you know, even though this country's armed to the teeth. It's no match for the military if it were turned against the citizens. Uh, it would be an absolute, it would, it's the wrong way to go. We have to hey, take hey, Frank. the country back at, at the ballot box. And I'm not saying, oh, let me finish the deal. Then y'all let you finish. We got to hey, take, Frank. yes. Hey, Frank. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, you, uh, everybody talks about their reset, but God has a better reset that's coming. Yes. You know, and they can't match God's reset. Yep. I mean, and that's uh, that's the apocalypse, and it's uh, we may be seeing it. And we all have to learn to pray. We all have to learn to pray. I agree with that, Adele. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, let's take uh, Cars- Carson. Is it Karen? Oh, it's Karen. Hey, Karen in Bel Air. How you doing? Hey Frank, um, I hope I'm just uh, hope I didn't uh, insult you in any way because I'm really not against suburban women. No, I, I mean I have this Karen. I want to speak to the manager. No, uh, <laughs> hey Frank, can can Abbott have the ability uh, to shut down the border if he wanted to? Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at the Constitution, it's a federal. This is how it goes. Okay, from a legal perspective, I'll make it kind of as simple as possible, and I'm not even going to send you a bill. Uh, <laughs> and, okay. I, I think, well, you can send me a bill. I don't want to, Karen. I just didn't doing this for free. Uh, no, um, I probably would. I, I probably would like to know. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Uh, okay. The the Constitution uh, places in the hands of the federal government the obligation to protect the borders of this country. When the federal government fails to do that, the states have the authority to protect their borders because they are also uh, sovereign entities. In this particular case, if Abbott did that, there would be a clash with the federal government who would probably send with this group that's head of our uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff. They they didn't want to protect the Trinity Church in Washington. They were willing to let that burn, but they'll sure send military troops to the federal to the to the southern border when you'll have a standoff between military troops and and uh, soldiers of the national guard men and women serving from the state but the it will be then joined in the courts and the courts will have to sort out whether or not the federal government has basically refused to enforce the laws of the United States of America and then the courts should require the government to secure the border. 
because insofar as there's a threat of disease, insofar as there's a threat to national security and state security by terrorists coming in. I mean, two million people came in. I don't know. I'm sure there's a big handful of hundreds, if not thousands of terrorists that came in and are setting up cells all across the country from the smallest. Exactly. From the smallest. We don't know. Hey, Frank, right. we don't know where they went. No, and they. This is the sneaking aspect of it. They just like the way they snuck out of out of the Bagram Air Force Base. They're they're, they're put they're, in the middle of the night. They fly these planes with no markings around the country, or they put them on, you know, Southwest Airlines and give them a ticket. And they go, and and nobody knows. That's why they could never answer the question this week. What happened to these Haitians? Where did well, they there go? There is some at the, in Houston, out by a. A makeshift um, somewhere out by Bush. Uh, yeah, airport. I'm sure. I'm sure, but now they're going to be dispersed in the community, and they don't have any jobs. So what's going to happen? No, they're going to write off the backs of the hardworking. Well, they're going to do some. Patients. They're going to do some of that for a while. But you saw how violent they've gotten already in terms of uh, even some of the buses that were trying to move them. They 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 hijacked a bus, and there was all kinds of. I mean, there it wasn't a peaceful circumstance. You're going to have people walking through neighborhoods and stuff that you've never seen before. And it's not a matter of color. It's a matter of they were looking around because they have to survive, okay? It doesn't matter what color you are. You get hungry. Right. You don't have any money. Right. You're going to do what you have to do. And there's going to be violence. And this is why the federal government is failing us on every level, Karen. So, Frank, Governor Abbott can shut that border down. He can try. Why didn't he do it? Because he doesn't want to have that confrontation with the federal government. We it, already got a confrontation with the federal but government. But not, but not, I, mean, I don't want to use this word because I'll be accused of being a misogynist or something. I was going to oh, say. Not, That's okay, Frank. You not, can you not can uh, not mono. You got your First Amendment. You can say what you want. Not mono a mono. Okay, it's not. They're not going. He doesn't have a confrontation, man to man or woman to woman. He doesn't have a confrontation, human to human, state versus the feds. He doesn't have that, he, and he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't have the. Well, this is something only that a, the cojones to do it. He doesn't have the cojones to do it, and, and yeah, that's that's uh, for sure what you just said. Yeah, thanks, Karen. <laughs> well, thanks for calling. Yeah, I appreciate the call, and it was a, it was a good conversation. Thank you. Anyway, what do you have to say about any of this, Francis? Frank, what I have to say is that I... I've I, said too much tonight. I probably <laughs> dug myself a hole somewhere. You know, when we take a, when we take a, take a step back, I, I, I've always have said, and I still stand by it, that we're in a spiritual war. And you take a look at the history of Karl Marx. Karl Marx hated religion. His, his position was evil exists. God created it. Therefore, God is, is uh, not perfect. God has failings. And so now we need to go and change institutions, and we need to change... Uh, the makeup of society. Now, we live, we're living in America that is faith-based. 80% of Americans believe in an afterlife. 80% by every Gallup poll. We're a faith-based country. People need to understand, why are the other countries not being attacked? We're being attacked. And, and what you're down to is fear, evil exists, but faith-based people understand that evil exists in the absence of God, not because of God. Now you have the Marxists who say, no, God is the problem. And if God's the problem, we're going to attack every institution you've built with God. We're going to attack all the children of God. We're going to attack every church and everybody. We're going to attack the Bible. And this is the war. Well, one of the comedians, yeah, I understand. And one of the, one of the comedians on the late night show, I forget which one they were, they said, 
It was people who believe, had faith that were the problem for COVID because they believe in an afterlife. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you believe that kind of rationale? Yeah. I mean, that, that's crazy, okay? Maybe it's because they believe in freedom. I mean, and I, and I don't... I don't say don't take the shot. I, I mean, uh, the jab, okay? I mean, if you feel comfortable with it in your health situation, take it. But you also have to feel comfortable with it in your health situation. And nobody knows, I mean, and this should be a women's rights issue that dovetails in. You, Nobody tells you what to do with your body, and, no, and you know your body better than anybody else. And if you're, and, and you shouldn't be making people take I mean, I went to Eric Clapton last weekend, which, by the way, was a great concert. Uh, but but uh, he he played the guitar amazingly. But here's the deal: he took the AstraZeneca vaccine, and he couldn't move his hands. He couldn't move his arms. He never thought he'd play the guitar again because he was affected by the jab. Now, AstraZeneca has has had a lot of side effects and been shut down in some countries, but. He made the choice, and now he's saying, be careful what you do. But if you want to do it, I mean, I'm still debating it because I can't go. I've got a place in Canada, and I can't go to it unless I get the shot, the jab, uh, because they will only do that. They won't do a test, and they won't do whether or not you got T-cell immunity or immunity because if you had COVID, which I don't even know whether I have or I haven't. But anyway, the point is, uh, that's a freedom of choice. The government starts telling you you have to take medical shots. I mean, what's next? What's next? You have to be then, maybe you're too old, you need to be eliminated because you're a drain on the health care system. We can get euthanize you. We can take, we can do any number of things to you because we say the government is in the best interest of the anthill as opposed to the, of the individual. It's what my dad always feared because he died at 90, but he always feared when they started to implement Obamacare and they were going to have these death panels they talked about where they wouldn't authorize certain treatments for people, which is why he was adamant about wanting to have private health insurance. But they wouldn't, he's afraid, and they talked about this in, in New York, and they're moving in this direction, you see. I mean, we saw it during COVID where they were talking about whether or not uh, uh, what, whether or not they were going to ration the the vaccines or ration the care to those places that were underprivileged in order to have social equity. Uh, and so you wind up now making distinctions in the society because the government decides that these, these things are the way society is going to be, as opposed to in the past where individuals, and, and I think in some part the present, but not much longer probably, the individual made their choices. And this is the great distinction, and I would say between the political parties, but it's not really because I don't trust the Republicans and, 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 the, and the Democrats are, have gone way off the chart on some of this stuff. I mean, way off the chart. And so... Neither one of these parties are worth a damn to protecting our rights. I heard that that uh, I heard today where where Mealy Mouth, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Romney, and hmm. uh, that other guy, uh, the the Louisiana senator, not, Kennedy, not Kennedy, the other one. Um, anyway, the other senator from Louisiana were like telling uh, the head of the uh, House, McCarthy there, for, at least for the minority, the Republicans, oh, please don't fight the new new uh, the new uh, bills that are being proposed on 
social infrastructure at $4 billion and regular infrastructure at $1 billion. Is that insane or what? We should be building the infrastructure of the country, the real infrastructure of the country, that is, with mortar and steel and all the rest, which creates jobs, which will create wealth, which will create security in this country. Giving money to social programs that putting people on the dole so they can sit around in universities and think up more ways to destroy things in terms of the country is, is like ridiculous and not self-defeating for the interests of the American people. And, and, it would, and for these mealy-mouthed guys to say, oh, don't fight this because we really want the other, the, the $1 billion infrastructure. Ooh. I'm like going, you guys disgust me. But these, this, is, this is how they'll betray the American people and they'll be Republicans. They will turn around and betray the American people because they don't stand strong in the Senate. But, I mean, it's such, it may not get through anyway. What do you got to say, Francis? I've talked way too much tonight. Frank, you covered a lot of ground. That's, that's a lot to unpack. But in, in my opinion on, the, on the, the $4 trillion, we don't have the money. Of it, course we don't. They just printed. This is ridiculous. And the Republicans, and, and, and everybody wants to say, well, you need to raise the debt ceiling. What a game. The Democrats cram the bills through on COVID. They go over the debt, the, the debt ceiling, and all of a sudden now they want everybody else to bless it. They didn't want you to bless passing it, but now they want you to bless that it's, that you overstepped your bounds. And you know, I'm 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 in the small community that says, One minute. "Screw them," you know, "Don't do it." Well, that's a good way to finish this show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't raise the debt ceiling. Look, I just want to tell you all, I'm sorry I went off on such a rant, but the border got me really upset, and I think that they're using it as an excuse to do what. <laughs> Take Screw over this us. <laughs> That's what they're doing. All right, you all have a good weekend. Facebook, good to see you, so to speak. You see me, I don't see you, but good to see you. Have a great weekend. God bless. And hang in there and stick with it. Thank you. You are listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host Frank Spagnoletti.